I've always just wanted to make my stomach a comfortable spot for a woman to put her head, you know? Here we go. You're welcome, Trailer Park Podcast. Nathan, worried or excited? I'm excited. Daniel, it's a horror movie. Worried or excited? God damn it, I will kill myself. Worried. Are you worried or excited? An invitation for rigid and spastic penetration. You seem satisfied. Affirmative. The trailer made me emotional. Real lumpy flesh dragger. Raising awareness about masturbation addiction. Don't get it on my territory. I can't stand seeing someone do it worse. Oh my god, here it comes. Here it comes. It's so wet. Oh my god, it's coming. Trailer Park Podcast, episode 132. Gentlemen, we have ourselves a sausage fest. Ooh, doggies. Yeah. The masculinity is dripping. It's sweating. It's feeling very manly, very big. Yeah, we are podcasting tonight from inside of a sauna. All of us, totally nude. Yeah. There's a lot of sad sacks in this sauna. And it's small. We are knee to knee. Just think Russian bath. Turkish bath. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Turkish (laughs) bath. Gentlemen. Turkish bath full of Russians. Yeah. Yeah. Intern, get your hand off my thigh and put Uh, it on my balls. (laughs) That's where I was creeping to. Yeah. the deep down basic essence of the energy of the number one, three, two gentleman represents family harmony. Oh, I thought you were going to go for like a, a man theme. Like no. It represents, it represents masculinity. One, three, two is basically a throbbing cock. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, men are the seed. Without <laughs> without the seed, there is no family. So It's just an egg. And you, what do you do? You scramble those up and you eat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they like to dance around and, you know, trumpet their value, but really, they are just baby-making machines. <clears throat> Isn't that weird? We will just constantly steal hen's eggs and just eat them. Just yummy, every day, totally normal, but like, rooster come, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you should fry some up and let us know what it tastes like. Isn't, One, three, two. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah, that's strange. It's really, really strange. So, um, I went ahead and watched that Angelina Jolie movie, Those Who Wish Me Dead. Oh, the forest fire. Oh, you can, right. Yeah. 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 You can count me among those who wish they didn't watch it. <laughs> well, that's too bad. Boring. Okay, moving on. Where were we on that one? Were the, was that a half and half excited worried or were most people excited? For that? I don't know. I think I was the only one that was excited for that. There was a bunch of devious bullshit going on. First of all, <laughs> Chelsea had this mission to not say worried or excited the entire episode and she succeeded and I didn't notice. <laughs> so, so there's that. So our scruples, our principles mean nothing. And that's fine. Yeah, so we, yeah, so we kicked the women off the show forever. Well, it turned into a big cat, uh, cat fight and they were hating on Jolie the whole time. Everybody was like, oh, Jolie is a piece of shit. Except for me. Yeah, well, well, I mean, it had a good uh, writer-director, but it's also like... I get a little tired of this and you can, you can have the same conversation with so many different things, right? Famous directors, famous rock bands, 
where you look at their lineage or their filmography or their albums and you say, well, they really peaked here and they were just, you know, hitting them over the fence. They were back-to-back jacks. But, you know, these ones, ooh. So it's like that, uh, I forget what his name is. Do you remember his name, intern? Uh, no, but I can find out. Taylor Sheridan. <laughs> you oh, suck yeah. as an internist. What else um, has he done? Well, he started by writing that the three movies, Sicario, Hell or High oh, Water, and Wind River. Yeah. And all three of those movies were awesome. Which, all three were good. But then he started directing, and that's been a problem ever since. Yeah, yeah. And Yellowstone. I mean, Chelsea and I watched some Yellowstone, but we were like watching it to laugh at it. So. Oh, the guys at work really like that, apparently. Shucker. I've been told to watch it uh, by many, many folk. You won't like it. But you, you go ahead. Well, no, it's TV. I know I won't like it. <sighs> Damn it, Darren. It's, <clears throat> it's TV. I don't like it. Mm. Okay, well, talk about something else. I said one. Now you guys have to say one. It's a round table. We, okay. we pass the I cup. Got, I got one. Okay. I watched... I watched a lot. Uh, we'll stick with, I guess, uh, the death of Dick Long. Hmm. And, you know, they liked fucking horses. And the oh, horse oh. fucked a guy to death. Oh, that one. Dude, that, that movie traumatized me. I was having a hard time with it at the beginning, and then I kind of got into it. And then I, I finished, and I was like, you know, I'm glad I watched this movie, but I'll never watch it again. Yeah, that that movie like i kind of knew what it was about and i even knew the like the the real story like the real true life story that it's based on but it's still that movie still just like destroyed me in a psychological way because it like it doesn't handle it in a goofy way which you kind of want but there's a few jokes in there but then it also handles the material really dark and seriously and there's moments where they try to make you like understand the sexual relationship he has with a horse and you're just like what no i don't want to be here <laughs> i didn't but know a horse came into I it the, there was no horse in the trailer for that movie they were oh just... no that it's a it's a surprise it's meant to be a surprise <clears throat> okay because that is that movie was made by one of the daniels right from swiss army yeah Man? half half of them half of the daniels <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's made, made by half of the daniels they're better together i think I didn't make it very far into that movie, so you guys are telling me I have to go and go the distance. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think uh, by the yeah by the halfway mark, it's uh, it pulled me in there. Okay. Well, whenever Daniel says something psychologically fucked with him, <laughs> yeah, it's I time get interested. To watch it, right? I get interested. Yeah. It'll bother me until I watch it. <clears throat> Daniel, what do you got? <clears throat> I passed the cup. Yeah, I've got a few things. Let me start with uh, Spiral Book of Saw. Okay. Uh, Amanda and I went and saw that at the theater and I thought it was a perfectly fine, acceptable Saw installment. Does it rejuvenate the franchise? It it could have. There is a concept or like a twist or whatever that happens toward the end where I like almost stood up out of my chair and was like, if you fucking make that the point of all the movies going forward from now on, I will fucking come in my pants. And then they kind of like, no, 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 we're not going to do that. Like, maybe, but no, we're just kidding. Here's the regular ending. And I was like, oh, you pussies. <laughs> and you get, so if you guys ever watch it, you'll, you'll know when you get to the end because you'll be like, that's brilliant. And then they kind of just dodge on it. <clears throat> but well, uh, otherwise, it's totally, it's got the same vibe as the Saw movies. 
but it's its own thing because it's obviously it's not jigsaw anymore it's a different it's a copycat killer and so because of that some of the deaths and contraptions kind of suffer because they're i don't know there's jigsaw was very very particular that yes you are probably going to hurt yourself really badly but there is totally a way to get out of this and it's not a trick like you totally can tr get out of this if you try and so because it's a copycat, these contraptions are more like, yeah, you can get out, but you might have none of your limbs left. Like, it's not the same. It's too, it's too violent. But, then, but there's a reason for that. So it's, just, it's a little bit of a different vibe okay. in that department. But overall, it's got the same, like, atmosphere, characters that have weirdly dark and too much cursing dialogue, which is kind yeah. of like a factor of the entire franchise. Um, <clears throat> Chris Rock, I thought was great. He plays like a cop that that got another cop in trouble a long time ago so he's like a black sheep at the department you know question. like other cops hate him question yeah can you say that about chris rock in anything else i was, what, thinking, the, I was thinking about this the other day like chris rock's famous but when i try to think about something that i liked him in uh cb4 yeah that's a long time ago though yeah cb4 is good um yeah good good yeah i'll the well, I'll say this. I've never really been a big fan of Chris Rock, the actor. He's always been a better comedian or like yeah. just speaker. You yeah, know? that's fair. Uh, but, he, but he does good in this movie. And part of it is kind of because, and some may say this is a bad thing. I thought it was kind of, I thought it worked. It's a fucking ninth Saw movie. Give, give the guy a break. The first 20 minutes of the movie is basically just a Saw script wrapped around some of his stand-up. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I enjoyed watching the trailer for that. It was fun to watch it. And be like, yeah. you, see, you see his partner and his partner starts talking about his family. And you're like, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> yeah. You don't talk about your family. You're ne dead. Never in a horror movie if you're a cop. Yeah. Do you ever do that ever? Yeah. You're like, oh, your oh I just got so on the course. And yeah. things, things are looking up. <laughs> I got a kid on the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, it's, not, it's, like, it's not great, but it was a, it was fun. It, it's a song movie. Just and it make fits, a list it fits of in the those. franchise. It works. Make a list of those things. Things are looking up. Kid on the way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, so Daniel, the... do I need to watch uh, Saw two, three, five, six, seven, <clears throat> and eight? Uh, no, you could probably just have uh, watched maybe the first one, or you don't even need to watch any of them. Honestly, you, you, you mean, make, they make a couple of like callback references in there, but they're you mean when they, I've seen one and four. You mean when really when one hundred lunatics relaunches and does the Saw franchise? Is that what you're talking about, intern? Yes, the answer is oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably. The answer is yes. And we'll, yeah, we'll we'll coast our way through that. But no, I've I've heard some like harsh reviews of it, and I didn't really understand the harsh reviews. I was like, this is we're deep in the Saw franchise. This movie totally works. A lot of it's funny. Chris Rock is weirdly good as a haggard, like rat cop, you know, quote unquote. Yeah. Joe Joe Blow liked it. Yeah. I saw that. Okay, uh, back to me. Um, I watched Zack Snyder's Justice League for four hours. <laughs> yeah, I never watched the original Justice League. Uh, oh. Don't don't ever. I I watched them back it. to back. You watched them back oh to back. Oh my god! And how different are they? <clears throat> well, go ahead. I'll, I'll I'll chime in then after after you talk about it. Okay. Well, Zack Snyder's Justice League definitely wasn't as bad as I thought <clears throat> Justice League was going to be, and it made me curious whether or not the original Justice League um, was that much worse. Like it wasn't, I don't, I don't really think it was that great. It yeah. Was, it was definitely a slog for some of it. Um, a very interesting um, letterbox, or I guess 
the presentation of the movie was black four bars. Three, yeah. yeah, four three, full frame or full screen or whatever you call it. I don't even know what to fucking call it anymore. Um, I know it's been so long. Yeah. Uh, four four, yeah. four three. I think yeah, full screen. Yeah. yeah. I think my comment about Zack Snyder's Justice, Justice League will be this. I wanted to watch them back to back to look at the difference, but I was so exhausted. I had zero interest after watching that one. Oh yeah. I picked like a day where I was like off work and just like, you know, I didn't have mad, like, mad respect, man, mad props because I, I could not do it. I was done. Yeah. It was intense. Uh, I'll say this cause I, I found that I had an opinion very different from a lot of people. A lot of people were like Gaga over the, the Snyder cut. Like, Oh my God, it's so much better. And like, up until the 70% mark of the, like, I didn't think, <clears throat> I didn't think the Snyder cut had anything good to add to the movie, except for the entire ending, which is completely different from the original movie. What about the cyborg origin <clears throat> story? I heard that that was cut. Uh, there's, there's, there's a, there's a lot, there's a lot of extra stuff that goes into some of the characters. People were sick claiming that it like adds a whole lot of, cohesion and everything but like i honestly preferred the tighter cut for the first two acts of the original theater release hmm. i thought it was a lot of kind of masturbating from snyder but then the, but then snyder's ending is completely different from the theater cut and it's way better i just don't feel scared by villains anymore this is a problem <clears throat> the villain is like too cosmic yeah this yeah, like all this spatial... every every superhero movie now is bullshit yeah. like that yeah well, he is cool to look at. What's his name? Steppenwolf? Yeah, he actually looked a lot better than I thought he was going to look. The The trailer made me think he was going to look like a CGI mess, but he looked better than I thought. Yeah, but in the theater cut, there is no dark side. All that is completely removed. Yeah. Um, Superman in the theater cut is basically nowhere until the very end, and he comes and punches Steppenwolf a couple of times, and everyone sucks his dick, and then the credits roll. So that like, Superman is way more included in the Snyder cut. Huh. Did you, did you um, like that, or did you different. not okay, like that? Like the third, third, third act of the Snyder Cut is like fucking an hour long. <laughs> yeah. Did you like Superman being more involved, or <clears throat> your 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 tone makes me think you don't like Superman? Uh, I I like. Here's the thing. I, I don't. Snyder is so I'm so confused by Snyder because he has like there's moments in the Superman movies and the Batman v Superman movie where I'm like, whoa, fuck yeah, dude. And then long slogs where I'm like, what are you doing? This is baby. You're like a baby. Like, like <laughs> so I, I am so confused. He has yeah. all these like cool ass slow-mo moments where he's like, you know, very obvious equating of Superman to Jesus Christ in, in the original Superman movies that I thought were really cool. And he kind of messes with the idea of people being scared of Superman, which is also really cool and how integrated he is into the country's culture and like the Western culture, like all that was cool. And then lots of just stupid shit where you're like, what? So it's, it's confusing. It's like watching like an idiot savant or something. Yeah. <laughs> so question, did you say tomorrow is Justice League Day or did you wake up and think, hmm, spontaneous Justice League, six hours, here we go? I think it was more like, uh, it's tough. I, I knew I wanted to compare them and I was like, do you have the balls to watch them back to back? You call me a pussy? <laughs> yourself that's great that's great <laughs> stay on Zack snyder for a minute because i watched most of army of the dead last night with chelsea yeah most too. what the fuck i watched all of it you watched all i of watched it? all of it also okay let's see if daniel um and you reciprocate it is two movies it's yeah 
it's a heist movie and a zombie movie. The heist movie it, happens yeah. for the first half and the zombie movie happens for the second half. Yeah, because it's too long. It's yeah. a zombie heist movie. It screams, make me fucking fast and violent. Two hours why and 28 minutes. That's that's why we didn't watch all of it in turn. Because it was two hours and 28 minutes. And we had, to, we had to go to bed. To we had to go to bed. I was entertained the whole time. But the heist stuff was hilarious. Because all I could think about was Rick and Morty. Sanchez, you son of a bitch. Never thought I'd see Angie Flint picking ticks off a pig. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because every single person that they went to was like, I'm in, you son of a bitch. Two million? I'm in. And the fact that I knew that Tignataro replaced Chris Delia and they redid all the scenes without anybody else there, that she was, I knew she was acting to nothing. So I was like really scrutinizing her performances. Yeah, that's fucking me. Although I, although that was one of the funnier parts to me was her like complete acceptance of the job without any questions. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm in. And I'm the helicopter person. I'm really important. Right. I should get more than two million. I yeah. I want I wanted a really fast zombie heist movie, and he wanted to like create a new like zombie hierarchy, and then also get really deep into yeah. like father daughter relationships. Yeah. 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 No, and the father the father daughter shit. Oh my. And I was like, dude, come on, man. This is this is so easy. But up, but up, but Hey, you. Oh, I do this. I'm in. Hey, you. I do that. I'm fucking in. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Look at this crazy fucking zombie landscape. What is that? It looks like some of them have looters. Yeah, Let's get in there. Death, death, gore, gore. Yeah. Whoa. Cool concept. Cool concept. Gore, gore. Get in the safe. Get in the safe. Oh, no. Big this climax. Is, and we're out of here. This like, is the why problem. wasn't that fucking it? This is why you need producers and editors. Because if you let a director with an ego like Snyder just do his own thing then you get four hour superhero movies and two and a half hour zombie movies i enjoyed army of dead <laughs> I, I i honestly have to go back and rewatch it because i the first time i because i watched it i was disappointed more more than i was prepared to be and then i just had a good time the whole time and then i had two two podcasts i listened to for movies that i consider like my go-tos for opinions that i actually trust and they were polar opposites of each other. One of them loved it and one of them hated it. So I was like, well, fuck, now I got to go rewatch it. Because maybe I, was, I, I wasn't I was totally paying attention. I was kind of playing a game through some of it. So like, I just remember when it was done, I was like, okay. Yeah, I, I was uh, going to try to save that for the last thing to talk about. Because well. I just, uh, I sat down and turned it on and then it was over. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> well, we have some very important stuff to get to in turn. I don't know if you know. But it is that time. Do you know what that oh. time is? You know what it's. You know what it is. I have one more thing to talk about. Okay, here. Let me pass the mug over to you again. <clears throat> is it Willy's Wonderland? Oh, did have I already talked about that? Yeah, you already talked about, about that, about that, about that on, on a different episode. No, uh, I want to talk about something that's like come full circle because I think Nathan, weren't you the one that got me into Samurai Jack? Maybe. Because I think you were. You I think threw, you showed me the Samurai Jack movie, which is threw, like the first three episodes of the of the series. Right, yeah. You threw Primal back at me, and I just started watching it. Yeah, Primal. I just want to mention Primal. I don't know how you feel about it, but like, I fucking love this director that makes these uh, animations, the Samurai Jack, and the, now this Primal. It is a completely dialogue-free. There is no talking at all. It is just a caveman and a fucking dinosaur that he befriends through like similar tragedies that they experience. And then every episode is just this like insanely violent, gory struggle against nature and enemies and 
other fucked up giant animals and plagues and it's so incredibly emotional like it conveys so much with so little that it speaks to this guy's talent and how he pieces yeah. things and frames things together and then plus it's got the samurai jack like animation style so like everything is like uber over the top screaming flying through the air stabbing spears through fucking skulls in slow motion <laughs> like it's awesome it's so awesome yeah primal yeah i'm gonna keep going that's fun it looks it's fun yeah and intern kept telling me like watch in watch invincible watch invincible and i'm like ugh, you know invincible uh, was yeah. good i watched that too yeah it was fine it's not uh they've done huge detours from the the comic book which for the first time i feel like is uh justified <laughs> makes sense well it's it's robert kirkman and i get this fucking irritation because the walking dead disappointed me so much when i walked away from the walking dead and it kept renewing itself to the end of time i'm like oh god i know i was like is this still on yeah so whenever i see that guy who made walking dead making something else i just get this i I get my back up and i'm like okay you have to really entertain me because i'm not waiting around for your for your shit anymore i spent way too much of my life watching that fucking show and i'll never get it back so you owe me kirkman kirkland whatever your fucking name is yeah did you watch it at all i I got out of that real quick uh, walking dead when the the one shot and i realized at the end of that episode it's like episode three or something i was like you know what i don't give a shit if he's alive or dead i guess i'm not watching the next episode (laughs) (laughs) oh you're referring to his son yeah oh um i forgot that he made outcast so i should maybe walk that back a little bit we had a lot of fun with Outcast. We did with the popsicle, popsicle shit ass. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember all the, the child raping. You're yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you're getting off topic because there is a very important event that's happening tonight. Intern, it is your performance review. <clears throat> oh, wonderful. Yeah, uh, this could be an ongoing segment if your scores are low. You may be given targets for improving your score on subsequent episodes. Uh, this is, you know, you're a cinephile. You're an, you're an, you're an archivist. This is about challenging your knowledge about what's going on, and we'll see how well you do. Yeah, half of them will be. The other half uh, of the challenges will be uh, track and field events. <laughs> <laughs> Four hundred meters. Yeah. Uh, so just failure all around. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's get, uh, should we have some music backdrop? Let's see here. There we go. Uh, Question number one. What is the project that Francis Ford Coppola has wanted to make his entire career, and he has still not made it, but could be making it soon? Uh, Napoleon. I think you're, uh, th- <clears throat> I think you're big, th- big budget underwater comedy. <laughs> um, Daniel, this is not your performance review. <laughs> your feedback what? is uh, wanted, though. Sorry, it took so long to answer. Have it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So you're thinking about Ridley Scott, I think. Oh, probably. Francis Ford Coppola's dream project is called Megalopolis. And it has to do with yeah, it has to do with New York City being completely devastated after some kind of nuclear attack or something. And it's about the rebuilding of New York City by some crazy person. 
by the mafia. I uh, don't seem very interested in this uh, idea that he's interested in. Question number two. What upcoming film project is Daniel Day-Lewis coming out of retirement to do with Paul Thomas Anderson directing? What? That's not happening. Is that happening? Wow. I'm taking some notes. (laughs) Huh? Is it happening? Paul Thomas Anderson is is definitely directing something right now. Right. Daniel Day-Lewis is not part of it. What's it called? The Paul Thomas Anderson Project. (laughs) Yeah, you got bonus points for that. Untitled... Untitled uh, Paul Thomas Anderson Project is the name of every movie he makes until they yeah. release it. And you're right. Daniel D. Lewis is not coming out of retirement. I didn't catch you. I am impressed. I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. Also, just with the retiring, really. Yeah. Yeah. I wish they would come out of retirement. <laughs> be like, I'm take a break for a while. Maybe forever. I don't know. Asshole. Something good comes along. Yeah, I'd be interested in like a Daniel D. Lewis, uh, Paul W.S. Anderson project. Oh, no. Only if only if Mila Jovovich is in it. Um, that's his wife. Monster Hunter 17. Right. Who are... Question number three. Who are the actors slash actresses that are in the Oscars three or more win club? Uh, Hepburn. Three or more. Daniel Day-Lewis. Ladies. Oh, ladies. So there's... No, uh, it's actors Hepburn. and actresses. There's Frances McDormand. She said Hepburn. And there's another... Daniel Lewis McDormand. There's another lady, isn't there? Streep Streep doesn't have three? Daniel? Yes, Streep is one of them. God damn it. Oh, yeah. There's one more you're missing. There's one more. One more person. It's not on... I'm not going to say whether it's male or female. But yeah, Hepburn, Daniel Lewis, Streep, McDormand, and... And another uh, black and white actor you can't handle the truth jack jackie boy jack, jack nicholson. nicholson that's right yeah uh, what is the what was the first movie on tpp that amanda was excited about oh wow <laughs> Did, was that a was that a sound clip that you played no that's that was a, that was a, that was a genuine yeah that was me oh wow no oh. that was me yeah i, thought, I think was... you're talking about my jack nicholson impression <laughs> not even tell them anymore wow <laughs> They could all just be clips, eh? Uh, do you know what epi- what episode was Amanda uh, first on? Fuck <laughs> if I know. Okay, let's see if you can answer this one. What was the first movie on TPP that you were excited about? That I was excited about. What yeah. was my first episode? No, you don't know. This would you can okay, Daniel, weigh in here. Do you think he failed his, uh, his performance review? Uh, yeah, miserably, but. That last one, that would have been tough for me, too. I forget the trailers we watched as soon as we're done recording. Yeah. Well, Amanda's first movie that she was excited about was Still Alice, the movie about... Uh, wasn't that the last Julianne movie? In a... Oh, yeah. Wasn't that like Alzheimer cancer yeah. or something? Yeah, Alzheimer. Yeah. And the movie that Interim was excited about first ever, the first movie he was ever excited about on TPP was St. Vincent, starring Bill Murray. There it is, St. Vincent. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, Calvary. <laughs> Which means... I was not excited for Exodus, Gods, and Kings. That could have been it. Yeah, but your review of it was that it wasn't that bad. Wow. Oh, Gods and Kings. Yeah, didn't they have that Game of Thrones guy in there? Rutherford Without Brando? What's his name? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. He has like a a last last name hyphen. Walden or something? Yeah. I think we're we're also going to start to bring back uh, the intern archive update, but we're going to do it a little differently. 
So the new intern archive update, uh, Andrew, is the one that we should have been doing the whole time. It's nothing you need to type. It's nothing you need to post. It's just we ask you, starting with episode one, what movie won the lineup? Oh, that seems very doable. Right. And it would have been Edge of Tomorrow. That's right. With episode yeah. one. Yep. Edge of what? Tomorrow. Our very first episode, the lineup was Edge of Tomorrow. A Most Wanted Man, starring how does, Philip how does Seymour. How win the lineup, though? Uh, it's the in, best film in the lineup, yeah, or in, the one I like the most. Intern has watched oh, all okay, of your, the movies. Your personal favorite of the, of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. According to him, Edge of Tomorrow was the best movie in the lineup. Yeah. Oh, I could go through all of these like real quick here. I understand, <laughs> but we're not doing it that way. We just want to play these old intern, intern archive update clips and get you to give a quick answer and then move the show along. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'm also, I'm, I'm going to go back to, uh, because Amanda's not here tonight, I don't have to play rapid fire. So I'm going to do this instead. Things I like. I like things. Things I like. I like things. jaunty yeah right all right i'm just gonna throw some things at you guys uh stallone is teasing a director's cut of rocky four oh fuck off (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay no you're not into it well i mean it's it's good the way it is and it's a long lasting memory i don't know how much more he could add in there or change that would be like oh hmm. that's true there's too much nostalgia around it why are you trying to juice it for money sly i didn't think about it that way and hmm. then like what is adding it being added back in there is this going to be like a true like director's cut like everything looks like oh this looks like it's all the same or is some of that old film stock like kind of needs some like coloration mm. and mm. clean up will it look different. Like, oh, we just add this deleted scene in there. Daniel, you're just, you're knocking me out here. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Amazon buying MGM, good or bad for James Bond intern? Bad. That's right. They might try to expand the universe and fuck. Yeah, that's up. exactly what's going to happen. It's the first thing that's going to happen. Get ready for the TV show Money Pony. Right. Yep. Yep. And yep. Q. Oh yeah, there's gonna be a Q spinoff for sure. Oh, like, 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 I got a young Q, you know. <laughs> young Q. Young Q. <laughs> they already did that. That's great. Oh, that's great. Golden Globes being canceled, and Tom Cruise returning his globes for Magnolia, Jerry Maguire, and Born on the Fourth of July. Just straight up virtue signaling, or he really cares, Daniel. Uh, I think to hit OTC level seven, you have to give up your most cherished possessions. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful answer. It's a wonderful answer. Uh, I think he's just trying to. It's it's just a publicity stunt, personally, because you know. Is he just being like, these are Golden Globes? I'm above awards now. Is that what he's doing? 
he was the first one to do it, I think. So it's like he's getting he's like, I am virtuous, but it's also a PR stunt. Is that a thing now? Are people giving back their Golden Globes? Well, Golden Globes, I think they might be done forever. They're racist. Oh, they're, they're, they, they've been canceled? Yeah. For, yeah. yeah. For, NBC, for, NBC for non-wokeism? Yeah, basically. What? Yeah. I'm sure you've heard this. You, you were just like, oh, good. Good riddance. You just probably tossed it away as a little tidbit. <laughs> probably did just glaze in like, <laughs> oh, those are still around? But like, wow. So cancel culture full on is, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But those are some nice doorstops. Like, why would you do that? But aren't there still a... Okay, so they they've been erased, not just like oh we're we're done now, we're going to retire. Everybody can well, now have like a nice memory with their awards. Well, now it's like ew, I have this racism award. They were canceled <laughs> for, for next season and for, for one year. Yeah, but they they have to apologize for being who they are, and then maybe and they, then can... they need to hire thirteen percent African American members. Right, okay, not yeah, they don't have enough minorities on their voting exactly. boards, yeah. or they have not been giving enough well, they, awards they to minorities. Any. They don't have any. <laughs> yeah that's yeah it's a whiteout that's why they're mad yeah 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 but not, like, not uh, a concern with like black actors and stuff being overlooked right just directly with the like actual color spectrum layout of the voting board yeah i think so yeah. i mean i'm ignorantly you know summarizing i don't really care about the golden globes i just think it's a funny story Oh yeah, it's hilarious. It would be especially hilarious if there was no actual issue with them overlooking anyone and they were just like too much white. <laughs> I think my problem with this is that the Golden Globes are the only award show that nobody takes seriously, which is why it's fun. Like the hosts don't give a shit. The people getting the awards, well I guess they sometimes give a shit, but well there was a lot of joy that watching Ricky Gervais lay into celebrities gave me. There was a lot of... Oh, yeah. I got something out of that. So from that perspective, I'm sad. Um, Fisher Stevens of Super Mario Brothers fame regrets playing an Indian in Short Circuit 2. Of course he does. Do either of you remember him in Short Circuit 2? I just wanted to bring it up because I thought he was an Indian. So I wanted to say, great job, Fisher. Yeah, he. that's... That's what I mean. He doesn't, it has some like Indian tropes, but he doesn't do it disrespectfully. No. It was also a long time ago. I, like, thought, but... I thought you were an Indian. Like, why are you, why feel bad about it? You did a great job, Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> also the uh, villain from Hackers. Oh, yes. Yep. That's right. Uh, Venture Brothers movie is coming. We all just give it a oh, yeah. thumbs up. I'm to down that. to that. I met yeah. Apocalypse one too. Yeah. And uh, Wheel of Time season one has wrapped filming and has been renewed for season two intern how much jizz do you have in your pants oh i've already emptied several loads <laughs> there's your uh, there's your opener for the episode ladies and gentlemen <laughs> yeah it's like someone just you know opened the front of their pants and just turned the soft serve machine on <clears throat> <laughs> yeah we have before us what could be the greatest lineup that we have ever experienced you know, I knew that. I knew when I woke up this morning, I knew that this was going to be the best lineup that we've ever had. <laughs> so I'm just reading a press release here from Sad Sack Studios right now. It says here that this is the greatest lineup that we have ever had. Before. Okay, now we don't say this very often. <laughs> the greatest lineup you will ever witness as a member of this podcast. In the lineup for which all of you shall be bequeathed. And I'm not fucking around this time. This time it is serious. 
tonight could be the greatest lineup, pound for pound, best lineup we've ever experienced before on Trailer Park Podcast. Well, I like a good pound. Uh, Satzak has has issued a few statements. Okay. Okay, here we go. Best show ever. Uh, um, this lineup will change your life, yeah, and so, you'll punch a baby. And uh, number 80 means harmony. Do you find yourself laughing or, or chortling or snorting at the same places that your recording does? Ever? Yes. Always? I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our headliner tonight, uh, gentlemen, is a movie called Gunpowder Milkshake. Mm-hmm. You know, like with that title, I just automatically was like, oh, is Daniel Radcliffe in this? <laughs> the gunpowder milkshake. Guns akimbo shake. Yeah. It's a Here. triple swirl cum con. Here we go. I need to exchange some books. Come. Scarlet's kid. How is your mother? I haven't seen her in 15 years. Mom! Let's get you into a good book. You'll need a Jane Austen. A Virginia Woolf. And an Agatha Christie. For reading. Sam, your talents are needed. Somebody stole from us. Who's crazy enough to steal from the firm? Is it done? There's a change of plan. They have an eight-year-old girl. I can't leave her to die. Sam, you killed the wrong people. You're no longer under our protection. Some bad men are coming to hurt us. We have to go where it's safe. Hi, Mom. Am I a grandmother? God, no. Girls, I think I see a ghost. We need weapons. Give the kill order. I'm gonna do terrible things to you girls. We're gonna bring the sky down on their heads. I'm gonna make a little noise. What's the plan? I called as an Uber. Are you kidding me? Nope. Oh, that's really unfortunate. If I get out of this alive, I'm coming for you. You are an incredibly impressive young woman. There's not a single person on earth I'd rather kill people with. Thanks, Ma. Are you a serial killer? What? You kill people. Yes. And you've killed more than one. That is serial. It's more complicated than that. Gunpowder milkshake. Nathan, worried or excited? Question. Answer. Is John Wick becoming a film genre? Yes. Yeah. 
It's a library instead of a hotel, gold bars instead of gold coins, kid instead of a dog, gender swap. You could call it John's Chicks. John John's Chicks. Yeah. Huh? Pretty you see good. what? These are all badass. Know. These are all badass bitches, though. Like they are badass. Cer- bitches, yeah. Cersei from Game of Thrones, whatever her name is, I forget. Um, uh, Lena Hetty. Lena Hetty. Thank you. We should. We should. You know, let, say her real name. Karen Gillan. Karen Gillan. Gillum. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. Carla Gugino is in there. She's awesome. Uh, Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh. She's awesome. Yeah. Who's the uh, Who's the black lady? Vanessa something. Uh oh. No, we just got canceled. <laughs> Angela Bassett. <laughs> Not Vanessa. Paul Giamatti. Ah, uh, the Giamatti. Your favorite. A bunch of white men getting killed. This is great. This looks like it could just be entertaining. Definitely more entertaining than Army of the Dead. hey I'm in. Uh, Sanchez, I will probably enjoy you this son of a Army bitch. I'm in. You're going to enjoy this? Um, Yeah, more than Army of the Dead. Right. And I had a great time with that. Yeah, three which gen- means I expect to have a a really great time with some uh, gunpowder milkshake. Three generations of women fight back against those who could take everything from them. R-rated, one hour fifty-four minutes. Daniel. Uh, yeah, it looks like a bunch of badass chicks. I appreciate that it's not all just a bunch of like hand-to-hand combat, because that is. I like a little variety, a little variety in my desk. I've noticed some of these like female John Wick movies that have tried to come out. There's a, they're very, very heavy on the hand-to-hand combat, which is cool, but you know, sexist as it might sound, in certain scenarios with certain size men having these fights, when they're equally as good at martial arts as as the uh, the female protagonist, it's kind of like. I don't know. This is a situation where I want you to be like, Ooh, I don't know if I can take that guy. Let me resort to a fucking chain gun or driving a car into a dude against a wall. Like that was in the trailer. I got excited about that. Mm. That got me hyped. Resourcefulness. Um, using your environment. Yes. Using your environment. Um, that's slow motion. Sort of like as much as John Wick. In the in the diner where Angela Bassett's like. Ah! Yeah, yeah, slams the dude's head in the milkshake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, as much as John Wick has like so revolutionized the like revenge action flick that it became its own genre, uh, I feel like what is it? The Gentleman movies did that with the like large slow motion, a million moving parts sort of action scene became its own trope as well. And like when it's done well, it looks great, and it looks like they've copied it here. And I'm I'm down for it. That whole milkshake diner scene looked awesome. Yeah, it did. Um, and, and for a second, I, at the very beginning of the trailer, I thought it was, uh, uh, you know, Dark Phoenix or the, the tall redheaded girl from Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. No, this is um, Karen's from the, the different colored girl from every superhero movie. Well, she, yeah, she's in the Avengers movies or the Guardians of the Galaxies movies as uh, and Star Trek as the android esque bitch. Oh, yeah. That blue skull. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and she's in the uh, Jumanji stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm down. Uh, I'm excited. I hope that it uh, has as much fun as the trailer makes it out to be. You son of a bitch! We're in. Um, yeah. So I want to preface this by saying that the discussion at Sad Sack Studios for this episode was that we need to bring it back. You know, we've been really blowing it out with these lineups with all these big cinematic movies that we need to get back to some of the artsy fartsy stuff. You know, that's what the show has been missing. 
Yeah, I've been some... saying that for 30 episodes now. Yeah. So <laughs> this is about as artsy and fartsy as it gets. This is from the infamous director, Leos Carax. Mm. And it stars Marion Cotillard and Adam Driver. And it's called Annette. Annette, here we go. First time I fell in love, woke up next to the girl, and escaped fast and far. The man has changed me. What I see in her is obvious. What she sees in me is... It's a little more puzzling. One, two, three, four. So may we Intern, worried or excited? I uh, I need some context. Uh, a stand-up comedian and his opera singer wife have a two-year-old daughter with a surprising gift. <laughs> Great. Well, did you get that from the trailer? I watching I this actors. trailer. I am gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't understand what's going on. I am also gonna tell you right now that I'm more excited to see this than. Uh, gunpowder milkshake hmm. uh yeah sure this this is what i want to go back to the theater to watch <clears throat> i want some uh some drama and uh stuff that doesn't make any sense <laughs> how, how long is this movie unknown runtime unknown does that mean it's going to uh amazon or no it just means i can't find a runtime netflix i don't have a runtime either what uh, i will yeah what I will say is that the Reddit threads for this movie are a literal circle jerk of intern clones. <laughs> yes. Yep. I can't wait to make this Criterion 594. Oh, it's a, it's a uh, Carax. Oh, but it's a Carax. It's a Carax. Hashtag still not as good as my left foot. Carax. Uh, Carax did Holy Motors, which I haven't seen. They talk that's about... the only thing. They talk about his movies like they are works of art in these threads. I go there looking for things 
that are fun to say or communicate. And there was nothing in these threads except just a bunch of jerking off about this Carax guy, who I've never heard of. I guess it's time for me to start watching all of his movies. Maybe. And if they're good, then you can tell us that, and maybe we'll probably not watch it. <laughs> Polax. Carax. Carax. Yes. I'm looking at his filmography right now. Daniel, it features no dialogue. It is a sung-through musical. The entire thing is a musical. <laughs> I was waiting until he he gave his answer before I dropped that bomb on you. <laughs> that makes yeah, it even it, better. Yeah. <laughs> but they're well, they're they're talking in that trailer, so there's probably a narration over top. Sure, all musicals have like little, you know, transitory, or transitional uh, interludes of we have to frame what's happening here with some exposition, and then we're back to singing. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we're about to singing. <laughs> yeah. It's it's funny because this kind of like the trailer kind of gives the vibe of like a French. Oh, we were just talking about him earlier. He makes all the like all his movies look like pop up children's books. Wes Anderson. Yeah, there you go. Um, That's fair. It kind of has like a French that guy vibe to it. There's a definite like each scene is almost its own little movie, and then they're all kind of clipped together. It is very bizarre. It's got like a Cirque du Soleil vibe to it a little bit. I swear to God, that baby is like a puppet or a CGI thing. It looked very, almost horrific every time it was in view. But then Adam Driver is like just blowing it out and chewing scenery and looks like he's having a good fucking time. So this is a, this is a tough one because I was interested in the trailer, but then the fact it could be fucking long and if the whole thing's a musical, God damn it. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say officially worried, but I I bet I got I got this feeling in my gut that like two years from now I walk in on Amanda watching this and it's like twenty minutes in and I'm just like, well, I'll watch this for a second and then watch the whole thing and I'm like, Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm gonna see if I can share a picture of him. No, I can't. I was gonna I was gonna show you a picture of this Leo's Carax guy. He's interesting. Yeah, he looks like a poet. He's like he looks interesting. He looks peculiar, but this like movie looks poet. peculiar. I'm going to say that um, it's fun watching the trailer, but I think the movie's going to be a confusing slog that only people who are Criterion collectors can appreciate, and they'll look at you like a weirdo when you don't like it. <clears throat> Spine number 1,100, Annette. It's already that? Or you're... <laughs> no. Okay. No. All right. Jeez. All right. Fulcrum. Werewolves within. Werewolves Within. Here we go. Black night. At its heart. Neath the Hi, boys. This is a community. One that agrees about more than it doesn't. <laughs> Put it on your Kwanzaa tree. No such thing. Y'all believe? Like hard work. <laughs> Love. And the moon. Being a good neighbor. 
I know it's easy to get caught up in the fear of the situation. I know it's easy to point the finger and fear each other. But can we all just take a breath? Please hold off on being enemies. All I'm asking is that you be a good neighbor. Like Mr. Rogers. With guns, though. With guns, yes. All right, Daniel, you worried or excited about Werewolves Within? Do you know who I wish was in this movie and had written this movie? The guy from, like, the last werewolf. Snow Hollow guy. Because this is a great, like, atmosphere and vibe for that dude's type of humor. Like Like a small town. Everyone's, like, super nice, but also maybe a little bit, like, unknowingly crass. And then there's a werewolf situation that breaks out. Nobody fucking trusts each other. And everyone's just like got gun. It's just like a huge Mexican standoff in this town about werewolves. Yeah. That's perfect for that dude's like comedy vibe. It's got a, a bit of a like clue the movie and the thing. Like because yeah. they're, they're all like who, which one of us is the werewolf. Yeah, that's a, that's a great way of doing it. It does have a clue. It's got, it's got like a silly but also fast banter vibe to it. At least from the trailer. That's a tough one. Well, well, Daniel, let me tell you, my cousin once taught me that there is usually one werewolf movie a year that you can really liken. That's about it, right? Huh? It's true. Liken? (laughs) Yeah, god damn it. You fucking... (laughs) You goddamn you! Uh, Just for that, we're watching all the Underworld movies. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no! Because you know now, because it sounds like you want to watch Part Three: Rise of the Lichens. <laughs> I'm excited about this. I'm, I'm barging I, in. I'm barging in on you, but I'm I I really like this trailer. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I think I think you pushed me too because I wasn't sure, but I, mean, I can't. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited because I, I want it to be good because I usually don't like werewolf stuff and lately they've been impressing me so I hope that continues nice Andrew you going to have some fun here or are you going to be uh... sure I'll have fun okay yeah I'll uh, I'll have fun this is uh, going to be a good time one hour 37 minutes based off a video game uh oh oh yeah oh that's right yeah, this is this is like a like a there's an imposter among us video game like mm-hmm. from that genre of video games. Yeah. Um, what is the other werewolf movie I'm talking about? Snowy Hill, werewolf the wolf, Snowy Hill, of, Wolf of Snow Hollow, yeah. Wolf of Snow Hollow. That's the one. yeah, and that's actually mentioned when you look this movie up on Reddit in the threads. They a lot of them bring up Snow Hollow. There's a there's a nod to both being kind of similar vibe. Yeah, but I agree with you. Yeah, I didn't think about that guy being in this movie, but it'd be fun if he was in that room. Yeah. Yeah. It it feels very similar. Yeah, it does. It it almost feels like he was involved. It, it it's like the uh the person playing his character, I think is the is it that black cop. Yeah, probably. That's yeah. what it feels like. When he's trying to like round get, get the town together and they just won't fucking cooperate and he's just like losing it <laughs> slowly. Yeah, except he's not uh he's not an alcoholic. Right. <laughs> he's not twelve stepping. I do like the, hey, put in your Kwanzaa tree. Not a yeah. thing. Not real. 
There's no, no such thing no, as a corn really, tree. That's racist. <clears throat> okay. All right. Trailer number four is possibly the strongest totter we've ever had. Hmm. Yeah. This one's called Zola. Zola, here we go. Hey, last month I went dancing at this cute spot in Florida where my roommate's girl made like five G's a night. Because of my we just met yesterday and you already trying to take whole trips together? Be ready by two. Hi, bitch! You want to hear a story about how me and this bitch fell out? It's kind of long, but it's full of suspense. You want to go somewhere with me? That's my place. Shut it so bad. Dear Heavenly Father, we are asking you a special prayer today. We asking you to send us niggas. Send us niggas with culture. Send us niggas with good credit. What brings y'all here? We making money. Money, titties, money, titties. From here on out, watch every move this bitch make. This bitch with a nappy ass head was up in my face. Word. Y'all want to trap? Okay, wait, 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 hold up. Do not trip. I got you, girls. A real nice spot. This is messy. You are messy. Your brain is broke. What you came here for, Zola? Do it look like I came for this? Look at all this money you made. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I don't fuck with you. No more. I didn't do nothing wrong. I came to dance. No, 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 we're done with that. Why you on my Facebook? Why you on my Tumblr? Why are you DMing me? Sis, why are you tagging me sis. in photos? You don't even fuck with me. Sis. Let me know. Sis. Let me know. Yes, me... sis. Hey, let's bring it back to you. Zola, worried or excited? Okay. If my face contorts the way it does during the trailer and stays contorted throughout the entire movie <laughs> that same way, then this could be one of the most interesting films I could ever watch. <laughs> I'm like, my, I'm, I don't know. Something weird is going on with my mouth when I watch this trailer. I'm just like, every time that that white girl talks, I'm like, huh? <sighs> like and this bitch with this nappy hairdo was taking <laughs> shit. Word. Um, yeah. The, the movie's gonna, gonna, uh, fly or fail based off of, the rhythm of that speech. Like, if they can keep that up the entire movie, then just the way they're talking will engage me in a very bizarre way. This movie is bizarre. It's based on a true story told in a popular Twitter thread, 148 tweets telling this story about this crazy trip that these two strippers went on. And I 
as a part of the prep for this podcast, I actually clicked on the on the link for all these tweets and I started reading the tweets and it's this could be good. <laughs> I mean, I watched the trailer. I'm like, eh. It's one of those trailers where you're like, wow, that's fucked up. But I'm never going to watch it. But after reading some of the Twitter thread, I I want to watch this movie now. It's a movie based on a Twitter thread about some crazy trip that these two strippers went on and things got crazy. I could tell you more if you wanted, but I'll leave it there. It's an hour and 30 minutes. It's rated R. It's going to have titties in it. <laughs> Excited. Also, Riley Keough, the white girl, that's the same girl that's in the lodge. Oh, yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. She's been in a bunch of other stuff, too. I'm actually, like, having my eyes open to this Riley Keough as a uh, possible flat list. <clears throat> uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, she was one of the slaves. Devil all the time. <laughs> yeah. I think she was the... Logan Lucky. Yeah. She's been in a, a whole shitload of uh, TVP movies. The House of Jack Belt. Yeah. It's all over the place. It Comes at Night. Under the Silver Lake. Lake. Yeah. Lots. Agreed. So I'm excited. And I've probably convinced both of you. Well, if uh, anyone needed convincing, it would have been me. And uh, because you're such an expert uh, communicator, and I love Twitter so much, I am also engaged in this and uh, can't wait to see some Twitter stripping. Hmm. You know? Yeah. See, that's the thing. I'm I'm over 40, and you just turned 40, but you sound 40, you know? Uh, Yeah, I feel 100. On the old Twitter. <clears throat> and the old, and the, old the, the, the Twitter stripping. Yeah. He uh. doesn't sound so much old as he does just, like, sedated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to erase this whippersnapper for that guy's paycheck. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to think about <laughs> about what I watched. I've been very quiet trying to like let myself be persuaded, but also form my own opinion. And I'm like at a loss here. <laughs> Just uh, because, on board with Nathan's persuasion. Because it's like, well, let me go through my own like logic here. My, the, my first feeling on this was I got, I got a very similar vibe as I got from like, what was that? That one movie with, with all the, the girls with guns and Franco spring breakers. Spring Breakers. And oh, and James Franco was originally attached to direct, produce, and star in this movie. Yeah, see? But okay, good. So I'm a like, sexual my, harassment my sp- charges. My spidey sense is accurate. Yeah. Sexual harassment charges. He had to back out and take, right. his, take his credit off the film, producer credit off the film. Um, and Spring Breakers was a movie that I thought was going to be like, oh, maybe it'll just be like neon and bombastic and just have a bunch of fucking crazy violent shit in it. And it was kind of that, but I also found Spring Breakers to be like really dumb and unwatchable. Um, we shushed it. Yeah. And so I was like, is that what this is going to be? Is this going to be the same thing? Like, it's like you think it's going to be super crazy, but it really just is like just hanging out with a bunch of. <laughs> it's hard to explain what the vibe, the, like the sensation I'm trying to relate. Um, Amanda once watched this show on Netflix or Amazon or something. It was just about this extremely white trash family. And while the show itself was kind of funny, it was so accurately white trash that it was just uncomfortable and like it made you feel filthy to watch it. And I didn't like it because of that. And I was, mm. So I'm like, is this chick playing this character so well that it's intolerable? Like, do you know what I mean? Right. Like, is, has she nailed the character so hard that it's like, but it's so much like the true to life version that you're like, Ugh, you're an insufferable person and I hate you. Yeah, it could be that. 
but then I'll, I'll tell you, I could I've, also just be super crazy, like natural yeah. born killers or something. So then, like, <laughs> base, base just basing it off of what it was based off of. Uh, I think that this movie is gonna start and it's gonna go and it's not gonna stop because this this story is very specific on on Twitter. There's very specific events that happen and they keep happening and it's it's boom 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 boom. So I think it'll be engaging from that perspective. But I can't speak to you know how well her playing that character is gonna fuck with you it made right. my it made my because mouth contort based, because it's based on such a quick paced like twitter thread story if it's just about like this happened then this happened then this happened then what the fuck this happened if it's just like that i'll go out and allege i'll give it the benefit of a doubt i swear to god if they fucking cram some sort of lecture or preachy shit into this i'm gonna come back and tear this movie apart <laughs> deal <laughs> i love it yeah this is great and uh we had a last minute change so initially the lineup was going to end with uh, the hitman's wife's bodyguard. But last minute change because this movie's starting to stream on June 10th and I thought it looked ridiculous. So we're going to do Infinite instead. Here we go. Devon McCauley. Diagnosed with schizophrenia at 14. After carving the words, look inside into your chest with a box cutter. Look inside. those words which one of these is yours look you could skip the uh, whatever the hell this is because none of that is mine was it yours uh, i don't know what you're talking about jesus every time you say i don't know this trigger gets pulled is it yours? Look, I don't know. Are you out of your mind? Last chance, Evan. Is this yours? Hello, old friend.
In turn, infinite. Worried or excited? I'm not. Wrong. Okay. Wrong so clip. Sorry. The editing in this trailer, they're in the interrogation room, hmm. and then the car comes in. She shoots the handcuffs on him. He jumps in the car, <laughs> and then the guy interviewing him is driving the truck after them. Yeah, the I saw second. that too. Yeah. No, he clearly gets in the driver's seat before he chases after them. Um, sure. I really hope that the editing in the film is the same. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, Anton Fuqua, he's done some great work. Has he? It looks like... It looks like uh, maybe he's part of this club you were talking about, Mm-mm. where he had a peak and. Oh yes, I totally agree with that. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, training day was his peak, and that was that was the that was it. I thought Equalizer was a fun action movie. Yeah, it was okay. It even had that like little taste of of dumb, which I feel like kind of makes an action movie with that like that fat coworker of his. It's like losing weight the whole movie. I didn't mind Shooter. Nah. Was that, okay. was that was that was that Fuqua? King, yeah. King King Arthur with Clive Owen and Kira Knightley and Ooh. Yeah. Oh. that's pretty rough. The replacement killers was was pretty bad. Actually, Brooklyn's finest I remember being good. I should rewatch that and learn. Uh, South, Olympus has fallen is terrible. Southpaw, Magnificent Seven. Both of those not so good. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that I'm not gonna enjoy this. Also, I feel like this isn't going to be my my dad's favorite action film, which was the one we saw last week or last time. Hmm. Uh, Wrath of Man. Oh, oh was, was that Statham one good? Oh, we haven't. I haven't seen it yet, but oh. that's going to be his favorite film for sure. <laughs> you just, <laughs> you, just, uh, you just know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Did it? Did the five hole become like the bad action movie spot? I don't know. But Hitman's wife's bodyguard was more um, to satisfy Amanda's love of Ryan Reynolds. So since she didn't come on tonight, I thought we would throw some batshit crazy stuff up there. You just get some Wahlberger up in this joint. Well, it it was originally going to be Chris Evans, and then it would have been less ridiculous, but still ridiculous. Still ridiculous. It's pretty hard to get out of that. This, uh, Mm. I don't know. are they trying to go for like Assassin's Creed? Are they trying to make a Why? movie out of a video game without saying that they're doing it off of a video game? Kind what? of. I have a very critical question here. Okay. Are we talking about like transferring consciousness between clones, or are we talking about fully reincarnating in a completely separate body? A lot of the comments on on the old interweb are throwing around a Highlander and old guard references. Like this is just another Highlander or old guard, but but that that would imply uh, that he's like eternal or immortal. Yeah, that's what I think they're implying. That would also imply that he needs to chop someone's head off. No, he mentions reincarnation in that's that fucking true. trailer. Yeah, that's true. And but then if, he's like standing around with a samurai sword as if he's like remembering his old Japanese life. And if that is the case, then I am fucking in. Right. Well, maybe they they do say that if you remember everything about who you were, then you can realize what you can become. So maybe if he realizes and remembers everything about his past reincarnations, then he can become infinite or immortal. He can become the super soldier that can do everything. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Because that that is a really like highbrow sci-fi concept that that show Altered Carbon like really went way out of its way to try and properly encapsulate. 
And so I know in this, they are not going to treat this concept with that same delicate hand. And it's going to be fucking Mark Wahlberg, the happening through different memories of different <laughs> types of racial bodies that he's been in. And it's going to be fucking brilliant. Question. So this should have been a TV show. Yeah, it's like Quantum Leap. So that they could actually fighting. follow through with like the different lives. Right. Because how long is this? Yeah, sure. Uh, this is uh, an unknown runtime. Sorry. It's a streamer. Oh, yeah. It's a streamer. They're launching on Paramount Plus. So. Yeah. Okay. It's going to simultaneously uh, theater and stream at the same time probably question does what mark Wahlberg feel like would, would that affect you if you're always like the second choice for things <laughs> every single movie uh, this guy's in it's like a, he replaced somebody as the lead i'm sure his paycheck is enough to make him not care okay i guess i also feel like he looks 10 years younger than the last movie he was in what's happening with him well he probably got you know so reincarnating <laughs> he just got swapped clone bodies went back to the gym that's what these meatheads do yeah he let, it, another let it go for a little while then they go back and they rip themselves up again just start he used to go tell cars. russell crowe that it's time to cycle back or he broke up with whatever yeah. woman he was with and then went to the gym that's probably what it is uh oh i'm just i'm just oh guys <laughs> uh <laughs> i'm seeing here that antoine fuqua's next project after this that he's already completed is called the guilty and it's a remake of a pretty famous European movie, and it stars Riley Kehoe and Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, how this much last is the Gyllenhaal European? effort was a failure. And Ethan Hawke. <sighs> and Paul Dano. Dano. And Bill Burr. There yeah, we go. Bill That's Burr. the one. Bill Burr. Bill Burr's in there. Whew. Look at that cast. Look at that fucking project. A demoted police officer assigned to a call dispatch desk is conflicted when he receives an emergency phone call from a kidnapped woman. Oh, it sounds great. Crime, drama, thriller. (sighs) And it's entirely a musical. (laughs) It's completely sung through. (laughs) We all know that Jake can sing. Yeah, he can. He can. In turn, he can do everything. (sighs) Yeah, except, uh, except be in a good movie lately. What the fuck did you just say? Yeah, uh, Ooh, them are cock punching words. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I will mock you with clips, sir. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Trailer Park Podcast episode one three two. We thank you for joining us uh, tonight. Is there anything else either of you would like to say before we bring this evening's gentlemen roundtable to a conclusion? Okay, so I do want to say this. I just want to list off a few movies here. Okay. Uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Why are you mentioning these movies? Velvet Buzzsaw. Tell me Vel- why. Velvet Buzzsaw. Sisters Brothers. Wildlife. Mm. Stronger. Yeah. Oakjaw. Uh-huh. Which was great. Life. Huh. Seven. Seven. Before you get to Nocturnal Animals. What are you? <laughs> what are you trying to say? I'm saying he's done seven bad movies in a row. They're like mediocre. Well, Velvet Buzzsaw is acceptable for how ridiculous it is, and same with Okja. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that uh, maybe he's past his prime. Maybe he's one of those guys. Yeah, throw him into Knives Out too, and he'll be fine. He peaked with everyone else. That's going to be the next uh, uh, Avengers Endgame. He's he's just he's like 39. He's just getting started. I wish I knew how to quit you. <laughs> Uh, 
Yeah, his, he should be getting some good roles pretty soon here. And yeah, all uh, those movies weren't bad. They were just, like Daniel said, they were just, you know. Yeah. One, Broke one, back, watch it once. Back and, Mountain 2. It's just, they, they just like weekend at Bernie's Heath Ledger. Yeah. <laughs> I just clued just, into what, I just clued guy. into what you were saying. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, are you saying dig up Heath Ledger's, what are you, oh my God. Yes, and marionette his corpse into a spooning position with Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> Necrophilia with uh, Ledger's uh, decayed corpse. Okay, great. He's uh, touching bones. Hmm. Bones well, and boners. That was great. Oh, I want to say something before we go. Quiet Place Part 2. I left it on the cutting room floor. It's not going to be in a lineup because I know that Daniel and Amanda would shit all over it. Can you just confirm that you would shit on it? Am I right? Oh, yeah, we shit all over the first one. Right. So you'd be very worried and you would just trash the trailer for the second one. Am I right? I don't think so. The trailer from the trailer, the second one looks better than the first one. Oh, damn it. But I've also seen that trailer 500 times because this movie has been releasing for like yeah. three years. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. But I wanted to shout out like it has Killian Murphy and Jamon Hansu in it. And those guys, like if you're going to bring a couple of guys in to juice up a sequel, those are some good picks. Like really good picks. I just wanted to say that. That's yeah. It looks like they've handled some of the loopholes better, or not loopholes, uh, like just holes in yeah. general with the concept. <clears throat> and and then, as from a be... horror perspective, the baby in like a oxygen setup inside of a suitcase is a very like a- effective visual. Right, especially being a father. Yeah, but even even before then, because I, I, I saw trailers as maybe before Daphne was born. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Um, where I was like damn that's a good like if you like got an artist to put that into a frame and we're like quiet place part two and it was just the baby with a, the gas mask on and the suitcase halfway open and some sort of dark shadow in the background that's like a that's a fucking awesome horror poster mm-hmm. and now it's going to be her and her family and deciding who to trust because it isn't just the cre- creatures it's also people that are awful as well yeah that's where it's going do, so. you, do you know what I want, I want to see? This is something that Amanda and I bring up all the time. Maybe maybe you guys have like thought about this or discussed to each other as well. Huh. I want to see like a horror movie about an apocalypse, zombie apocalypse, plague, whatever. It can be a combination of things. Uh, dark comedy that deals with like the kind of people that Amanda and I kind of assume there are probably a lot of, which are like people that are like, I'm not going to try and fucking outlive this. <laughs> <laughs> trying to kill themselves. Yeah, because like if it's a slow moving zombie apocalypse, hey, give me a machete and a helmet, and like I'm down for killing shit, and having a good time. But if it's like the road, yeah, uh, no thanks. What? A, yeah, find dark... me a fucking bullet, and it's going right in my brain. That'd so be, like, <laughs> that'd be great. Like a dark comedy where they're trying to kill themselves and walking into situations. They, you know, they come across situations. They're just like, this is it, and they yep. keep they keep doing that. Like, oh, t- it, it's time. Let's let's commit to this, and then they just randomly survive. Yes, through like luck or happenstance or yeah. just like sheer absurdity. Yeah, sheer. Yeah, totally. That would be great. I'm in. You son of a bitch. I'm in. You son of a bitch. Mm.